0: A now this is a
1: Little nervous don't be nervous. We're we'll starting recording right now. But before I introduce every, you know, my guest today, I want to say hello, everybody. It's been some time that I've been doing the podcast. I've been away for a while, kind of collecting my thoughts and thinking about what I really want to bring to the the podcast. What I really want to bring into this, you know, brand that I built. And so for the time I've been gone, I've been reflecting, studying, working on how I can improve and do better, you know, for myself and for the guests that I bring in. So today I want to talk about an individual that I met through work, somebody that you know, sparked my interest. And that's why I call it The Spark. This individual goes by Art. Many know him by 88 Keys, but a lot of us know him as the boss man. He knows more than even the bosses we have at our workplace. How you doing, Art? (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Good to be here. Thank you for having me. No, no problem. Thank you for, you know, allowing me to come in and talk to you and stuff like that. And I've told you about the the brand and the podcast and everything. You know, it's basically something that I kind of, you know, is local. I mean even though you're not local, you've been here for how many years?
2: I've been here almost 22 years now. Yeah. And I'm still learning a lot here about this this city here.
1: Yeah, and the
0: state.
2: The, yeah, the city itself, Phoenix. Yeah. It's got it's got a lot of changes. It's got a lot of uh you know, things that didn't I didn't expect, like the growth. Yeah. Growing really fast here. And I'm right next to a I like, kind of like metro area. Yeah. But not quite, and it's moving outward.
1: Yeah, everything's expanding,
2: and and, and now where I live at now it's pretty congested. It's, it used to be nice and calm, now that you can see the uh, the impact of everybody moving in, crowding, right. traffic. You know, it's just it's horrible out there, man. Hey, would you? <laughs> I mean, so because you're originally from California, though, right? Uh, yes, I am. What part? A small town in uh, California called Oxnard. Okay, and. If you're from the ghetto, it's Colonia Chiques. Oh yeah, that's that's the uh, ghetto name for us. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, right between uh, LA and uh, Santa Barbara, yeah. right off the coastline. I've been I've been born and raised there, and um, all my family's from there. Uh, my mom and dad actually moved there from Bakersfield, so we're originally from Bakersfield, my my family. Yeah. But we settled in Oxnard, so we have no relatives other than my brothers and sisters. Oh okay. But no uncles no uncles and, and aunts. So then we ended up staying and grew. Yeah. You know, there's 10 of us. I'm uh no number 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> I have seven older brothers
1: and two older sisters. So you're the baby of the family, huh? Uh, no, youngest. The youngest. <laughs> now I was going to say cuz I mean I know you moved out here but your time over there in California, you were also uh, involved in a lot of music. And I like hearing your stories, oh, right, you know, like right. I was saying, you know, we're on our breaks and you're telling me about playing at 17, being in a band, stuff like that.
2: I actually joined, I actually started playing the piano when I was 12. Um, my mom gave me a little tiny air-driven keyboard. It was a Magnin, Magnus organ. Yeah. It only had two octaves. Oh, okay. So I kind of branched out from that, playing it, you know, for my family, learning songs by ear. Never learned how to play the, you know. <clears throat> Piano lessons.
1: Like reading music and stuff no, like that?
2: I, ne- I never had an interest in reading it. Just, I just like playing it. So, after maybe about another six months, my mom bought me a huge organ.
0: For oh, my okay. House, yeah. And I was
2: like, no way. You just bought me this huge T keyboard and I, I barely learned how to tinkle with it. So, yeah. in about another month, maybe or two after that, I started learning more songs. A friend of mine, whose brother plays in a band, said, hey, we're looking for a keyboard player. You want to come try out? i got dude, I don't even know how to really play the piano. He goes, dude, don't worry about it. My brother and, and the band, will take care of it. Yeah. So I went and auditioned, and I didn't know nothing at all about a band. And the guitar player goes, hey, do you know what you're doing? I go, no. <laughs> he goes, well, let me show you. You're going to play a chord for us. A chord, you go, I'm going to show you a C chord. Hit this note, and this note, and this note all at the same time. I hit it. It was a blend. He was like, wow, that sounds sweet. He goes, now... Play this one. I go, okay, this is the second chord. You can now just bounce back and forth, you know, as we're doing the song and just follow along. I said, okay, cool. So it was Oye Como Va, was the song he was teaching me. Okay. I go, oh, dude, that's cool. Eh, 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 eh." And then I go up, uh, uh, okay. So then the band started playing with the conga player, and I go, wow. They said, hey, that sounds great. You know, let's crank it up some more yeah i go well, my organ only goes this loud you guys you guys have these big ass equipments you know so they put a microphone up to my organ and boom i was like i'm in the band you're kidding me they say hey come back tomorrow man we'll teach you some more okay you're gonna teach me he goes yeah we like what you're doing and i didn't go in there all cocky like hey do you look at i can jam you guys yeah they appreciated the fact that i was going to learn what they were teaching me
1: yeah. You're honest. You didn't go and try to like rift
0: it or anything. Right. You just I didn't go in there and try to compete.
2: Up. I didn't know nothing. Yeah. But you know what? That's the way most people like it. When you go do something new, they don't want you coming in with your ideas and coming in with, hey, I used to do it this way. do that." Yeah. It's okay. But we're going to do it this way first. Yeah. So it, it, it applies even in music.
1: And how old were you in that time? 14? I was 12 years 12 old. 12 years old. And how old are they? They were like 16, 15. What was the band called back then? The, the band
2: was called Soul Sacrifice. Soul Sacrifice. It was a, a name came from uh, the, the song Santana made. It was called Soul Sacrifice. Okay. So we took the name after that and it, it hit. We were together for four years. Oh, okay. And we, went, we played all over the high schools, weddings, debuts. You know, parties, uh, we even did uh, functions for car clubs. What what year and was this in? This was. What, what year
1: is those four years?
2: Well, I don't know the year exactly, but let me calculate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, w- I would say 60, 68, maybe. 68? So like 68
1: or, to 65, 68 maybe? To or? 65,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then after that, I got into this nightclub band, and yeah. they took me in too, because I was already up. I mean, I knew all the hit songs. I can learn the songs by ear just within a matter of minutes. You play a song by Al Green in front of me, hear it. OK, follow it. Boom, we're doing it. Yeah, And we're doing it in, in the nightclubs now. We're, I'm in the nightclub scene at 17, and I go, "Hey, dude, are you even old enough to you know go in the bar?" I go, "I'm with the band." Yeah." And they go, "No keyboard, no band. What? Art's holding the, the, you know the music down with his backup. Yeah. at that time... I had purchased what's called a Hammond B3. Yeah.
0: That's
2: the, one of the best sounding keyboards you can put on the, you know, on the music you know, in the band. When bands. you hook
1: it up and everything?
2: Well, it's the same sound like Santana has, that whippy-ass organ sound. Oh, okay, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, That's the kind of organ I was uh, playing back then, and everybody loved that sound. So I was in with the, with, the, with the mood. Yeah. So they let me come into the nightclub. They didn't even ask me my age. The, the managers, they just said, hey, he's in the band, boom, bring him in. I used to t- t- paint a little mustache over my lips just to make me look older.
0: Oh, really? <laughs>
2: yeah. And I did it with, uh, with cigarette ashes. Oh, right? I'd go in the bathroom with a cigarette, put it in the water, right? Yeah. it. And just kind of just do it like that. Made me look a little older, right? That's cool. So we did weekends. We were the house band. Okay. We, we played uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We did it for a month. And then we we chill out and go other places. And then we'd come back and play again. So I was like on their payroll. You know, we wouldn't get paid till we were done playing. Oh, okay. So we would leave our equipment there overnight, so we didn't have to come back and forth. So it was just like like nightclubbing. Yeah. yeah, it was great.
1: And you were only like seventeen at the time when I that was, one. I was doing seventeen. Yeah. I was. So, I mean, like what 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 else inspired you to do music? Like what else was there? That like, was it. Just something that you kind of found like to be active, like an outlet. Because you said you grew up in. You know, projects of uh, in California.
2: I, I don't know what it is about.
1: What drove you to drew you the, to the, music? The, I guess you could piano,
2: say the piano. I it was just every time I'd pass by a piano at somebody's house or you know in, you know in the in a rec room, I'd go tap Touch, it. Yeah. And everybody would tell, hey, get away from there, man! You're making noise. Ah. Yeah. Go. Okay, that made me more want to do it. Okay, well you keep telling me no, I'm going to keep doing it more. Yeah. But I've never owned a piano. I started actually tinkering with it when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. But when I turned 12, that's when my mom bought me that first little one. Then she bought me that huge one. Okay. And that's when it came to be my, like a desire now. I didn't want to play. But I didn't want to read music, and I didn't want to learn how to, you know, learn the, the, the notes. I just learned it by ear.
1: So you like listening to it? And yeah. then catch on.
2: I know chords and you know, I know how to, you know, the names of all the the notes, but you can't put a piece of sheet music in front of me.
1: And then you just follow along.
2: And I'll be like, I can't do it. It's like I can't read. Yeah. But yet I can talk.
1: <laughs> Not what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because so, the piano's been around for a long time. From Bartholomew Christophanes, I think it is. Well, that's how you say his name, right? Invented uh-huh. the piano, but during the. Early 1700s, late 1600s, but it's evolved from all this time. I mean, and you, now you've, you've got you know, your own piano here that you play, you jam out on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you could see the difference from back then to now. Have you seen a real change of like how pianos are made and like how they sound?
2: You, when you become a piano player yeah, and you learn how to play on different kinds of pianos, Casio, Yamaha, Farfisa, I've had uh, Sonics in sonic sq80s i've got a rolling right now i've owned three organs at one time oh I used, yeah i used to keep one for a backup i played the hammond i've owned the Hammond. all these keyboards i'm naming i've owned over 25 different keyboards and Man. and i've even had two of them stolen from me they broke into my house and then they took two of my keyboards yeah. my, my good boards that i use for recording oh so it was kind of hard to replace those took me a you know a little while to
1: yeah, because these aren't, they're not they're not cheap, very expensive. Like the pianos. ones that
2: they took for me, valued both of them together value about maybe five six thousand yeah. dollars. they were really good boards.
1: Yeah, just, the instruments aren't Just are like the cheap. one I have
2: here, that one's eleven $1, hundred.
1: Yeah, you're talking about that yeah, one.
2: Yeah, but that's that one's really. When I first was looking to buy that one, it was actually almost two thousand. The okay. price price went down after three years. So you're
1: just watching it. Yeah, I was watching it. as
2: soon as it hit. You know, I can afford it now. Yeah. yeah I, it's a beautiful piano, really. I mean, I couldn't replace it anymore. If somebody was even to bump into it, I'd be like, dude. <laughs>
1: you know, man, your fist clinch." Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
1: my baby right there. Exactly. No, I would understand that, too. That's how my equipment is, too, for the podcast but and as everything. As far
2: as you were saying, the oh, pianos go, uh, I never really considered playing a piano. I was playing an organ. An organ. Okay, okay. So all my songs were based with an organ. Yeah. I didn't play piano. So we considered it a keyboard now. Oh, okay. So you can do keyboard, but that means that you can make any sound you want out of a keyboard. Yeah. Because it's all electronic now. It's not uh, like acoustic. The piano just sounds like a piano, but a keyboard sounds like a trumpet, drums, bass, guitar, you know. Even my piano has vocals in it. You can can do voices.
1: I used to like it. The, the keyboards because you can do that where you play like a drumming and then like a snare and they'll. Do, 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 oh yeah, do, and yeah. Then you yeah. play along with right. it. But my thing is too because thinking back, you know, how you said that guy showed you how to play. Hey, you know, just play these three, these just blend. Mm-hmm. Did you? As time went on, when you're with them, did is that how they taught you how to do it? Like just they showed you. They're like, hey, these hit these sounds hit these sounds and over because you know like you trained me on how to work uh, at Uh the core mark right uh so you show me how to do these things and as over time it just became natural so when you say you know you can listen to music did it become natural to you because you knew where all the keys were you knew how many were on there you knew what sounded which way so when you heard it yes without seeing it you knew like you said Al green you hear the, the piano or the keyboard on the song, you're like, oh, wait, he's, he's playing these two keys right here, these two notes right here. He's playing this one on this side. Yep. Did that? Is that what started coming into your, like, your head as it, you got older? I, I have no clue how
2: I developed that skill. And everybody says that's natural. Yeah. When you get a natural, you know, uh, uh, taught you know, to play, Yeah. it's a lot more enjoying than going to school and trying to learn it. Even like, it's like learning a job you don't like, but you do it anyway. Yeah. If you're going to play the piano and you don't like it, don't play it. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you can, because now you're making money. You go, hey, dude, I'm making money playing the piano. Even though I don't like playing the piano, but it makes me money. Yeah. I play for enjoyment. I don't care if I don't make money at all. I'll make music. I'll record music. I'll, uh, I'll hand it out, give it away. Yeah. You know, that's my desire. That's, that's different from a person that's going to do it for a living. Yeah. And a person is going to do it for enjoyment.
1: Yeah, because you gave me a couple, well, you gave me a CD. But I mean, you have another one, too, that you mm-hmm. said you're going to try to find or that you're going to try to burn onto another one. I'm looking forward to that one as well. I still think I have the other uh, one in my Jeep right now I was listening to. Right, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Very active in music. I, I, when I was young, I practiced every day. Every day. I mean, without fail, I practiced every day. When I was 13, yeah. 14, 15, every day I was on that piano. I never stopped practicing.
1: You Didn't do anything else like growing up in California? Like, I mean, I mean I'm pretty sure you did, but uh-huh. were you mainly focused on music and like that was the thing th- that you did all the time? Like, everything you did kind of revolved around uh-huh. music, like going out, playing, clubbing, you know, dude.
2: If I heard a band in the distance, like down the street, forget it. My wife yeah. goes, What happened? I hear something, where are you going? I go, I hear a band playing, I gotta find it, yeah. I want to seek it, yeah. And I find him and I'll be like, Dude, you guys are jamming, right? And then I'll be like, A little. Hey, can I, can I sit in or something? Yeah. <laughs> get out of here, Can man. I play a few keys? Yeah, get out of here. You know, we don't want you in our band. <laughs> but my wife says, you know what? You, you get that music in your head, she goes, nobody can even talk to you. You disappear. You're, you're involved. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's I don't even know what you call that.
1: It's I mean, kind of like when you break away from everything else in reality and you just zone in to one thing. I don't watch sports. Yeah, you're talking about that.
2: I don't watch baseball, football, basketball. Uh, it's not even... You know, I wouldn't even turn my head if a game is playing.
1: Yeah, you even said that, too. Like, you wouldn't turn your head if you have seen, like, an NBA player walking down the
2: street. Wouldn't even know who he was. Yeah, you wouldn't know who he yeah. would be. Unless he was in a jersey and there was a thousand people following him.
1: Yeah, then you know.
2: <laughs> that's that's how that's I see myself someday. Yeah, I'm going to be, you know, famous in my music and have people following me. And, excuse me, it never happens. I mean... It's hard to be in the music business.
1: I guarantee. I, I, I bet. Again, it is. You know, well, I mean... What else made you try to go into music that, I mean, when you started seeing how you were progressing and you started, like, you know, you got with the band, you go to the clubs, you go in the studios, you know, is that what kind of what made you kind of stay more focused on it?
2: People have uh, like had a lot of faith in me. The band I was in, we used to play covers. We were doing songs from other people. Yeah. One day I came to rehearse like, hey, let me do one of my originals. And we started jamming on this original song that I put together, told the horn players what to do. We put the vocals together drummer goes hey you know what let's do this this this. hey that's pretty cool so hey when you come back next week bring another one we like the originals okay we didn't play no more copies or covers we did all original songs only
1: from then on out
2: that's it the band was called hot sauce yeah we have a a cd in california that we recorded and put together i wrote all the songs and put it all together yeah and it's it's ready for sales in the market (laughs) Really, it's ready. It's already, you know, they're put. To, I, I don't know if I have a picture of it, but I'll get one for you.
1: Yeah. Do you have you have, have more like downloads or digital spots or anything? Because I remember telling you, I was like, you know, if you have your music, we can. I can even show you how to put it on the 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 uh-huh. web, right? Like Spotify, Apple, yeah, right. so people can see it. Like those platforms where they stream it.
2: There's been a couple of people that offered me the same help. Yeah. They said yeah. they can get my music on. Uh, what's that? Napster? No, it was another one.
1: Which one is uh, it?
2: It was another... Uh,
1: like, a, like a streaming service? Yeah, where, they play where you music. could download
2: music and get get paid. Uh, what was that? I can't remember right Was now. it SoundCloud? No, no, no. It's like it's like one of those uh, download apps where you can download songs yeah, and music. Yeah, yeah. ITunes? Yeah, okay. it. iTunes? Yeah, that's it. iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says you put your music on iTunes, and if people download it, it's like 10 cents a download, and then you get money out of it. I go, no, yeah. oh, really? Yeah, I got a friend of mine. He goes, "Yeah, I got a check the other day for thirty cents." I go, 30 yeah. cents?" He goes, "Yeah, three people downloaded my song, so they gave me
0: thirty, 30 cents, cents
2: for that." I go, "Wow," but if it's a good song, yeah. you know, and it's catchy, so you might get a lucky break. Yeah, that's scary for me. Still, <laughs> I'm not I mean, ready to go that high.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's still, it's just something to kind of like have your music out there because you can even do some on the other platforms where they don't pay like a lot. You know what I mean? They'll give you, you know, they'll give you some change, but not a lot. And Then you can put it on iTunes like a full album for ten bucks, and then people buy it, or people can buy individual songs that they like yeah. from your album uh-huh. for like a You know what I mean? But it's still, you know, it's still cool to see that. I mean, because I was just saying, and if you have it, or even if you don't, you could do like the downloads, like you said, like the CDs, print them out, do 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 do, give them out, show people. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people like in your age range, age range and younger who listen to, you know, the music that you you make and stuff like that. Because I like it because it reminds me of like. You know, haul the notes, and I think when I hear it, when I hear you playing oh, the, yeah. the piano uh, and everything, we're
2: gonna have to you do that. <laughs> uh, I know how the notes songs. Uh, yeah, I, in fact, I used to play one of them, uh, Man Eater. Oh yeah, yeah. she's a man yeah, yeah, eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do all about... the copies. I mean, if I'm on, I can hook up the keyboard in my backyard, hook up my biggest speakers, yeah, my microphone, plug in my drum kit, play my bass, play my piano, and I can do a show for two hours right now. Yeah, a live show.
1: A twenty twenty summer jam.
2: I could do a two two hour show right now in the back. I'd play some cumbias for you. I'd do some oldies, some rock, some yeah. soul, any kind, anything I can come up with, and my originals.
1: What's What's the music that you like to hear the most? Like, what was your genre of music growing up and now? Like, what were you listening to all the time?
2: Mostly uh, R and B. R and B. Yeah, you you can't get me to listen to rap. Oh no. Or yeah, or hip hop or, or nowadays music. Yeah, it's a little bit more e- easier to play. But it's hard to listen to.
0: Yeah. What about what,
1: what about R and B? you like just like the, the lyrics and the songs and the beats it's, and the. It's R and B from the '80s. From the '80s. That, that's my
2: that's my style right there. Like Cameo. Cameo, uh, you know. Who else is there? The, well, you can say.
1: I like Cameo. That's why I said it first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if I went down, I'll tell you how many artists I really enjoy. Cool and the gang, you know, Commodores, Carl Carlton Jr. There's all. I used to own all these albums, anyway.
1: Like 45s of vinyls. Yeah,
2: uh, Lakeside. You know all these. If you get back into the 80s, you're gonna hear all these names come up R&B. Yeah. Tina Turner was in the same era. She made her first hit in the 80s. Uh, love, what does love have to do with it? Yeah. So she's you know that's the kind of music I like to hear. Right okay. okay. You you couldn't get me to get back into the, the you know 20s. You know,
1: yeah. 20s. The other things like so you like that like that 80s time period of music that came out.
2: I think that'll be a, that's good for listening in, in all
1: ages too. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it is really good, and it's good like you know I, we listen to it at home and my, you know, my younger sister, younger mm-hmm. brother. Everybody knows about you know those artists that you just said right now too. Maybe some of them we don't know the name, but we know the song. Like the Gap Band, you know they have a lot of good songs that I like to listen to. I saw
2: them live in concert. Yeah, yeah they're bad. <laughs> How old are you
1: when you saw them in concert?
2: It was just about ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, they're still around.
1: Oh okay yeah, okay. They do
2: they do what's called a fusion.
1: Okay. Right? Oh, with a yeah. bunch of other
2: bands SOS Band Confunction Gap Band they all do their own show yeah. now together and they, they group
1: did you ever go to concerts when you were younger oh, like, yeah. like big ones oh, who did yeah. you ever go see like in a concert Like
2: I've seen Carlos Santana
1: I've seen the I was, what, what Would you see him on, on like an, just like at a venue or
2: in an in a, in a, uh, arena like a arena it's a, a, a recreational center okay. it's a big street a big hall right? Yeah. auditorium kind of thing I've seen Santana about 10 times man yeah. I, I call all his concerts. Tower of Power, at least 10 times. I've seen them all in concerts. War,
0: I've yeah. done
2: a lot of concerts for War. Rolls Royce. Yeah, we did a lot of concerts.
1: What was the first one you went to? The first, first first several. one I went to was Chicago. Chicago? Remember them? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
2: they did that song, Beginnings, Call of My World. Yeah. Which, yeah, we went to see them in the L.A. Coliseum.
1: Who was it? Just you and your friends or
0: you and like
2: a It was me and the band I was in, Soul Sacrifice? Yeah. It was the trumpet player, the drummer, myself, a bass player. Oh I was like almost the whole band went to yeah. go watch the this Chicago. And uh I was only thirteen then. Too. Oh yeah? Yeah. They've been around that long. I was thirteen. Exciting as heck. Man, I've never been to a concert. Man, as soon as they started playing, there you go. There's when I said, Man, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's maybe on that because <laughs> I couldn't figure out what you were talking about when I just told you now about that band I seen that concert I think that's where I, I, my
1: goosebumps came back yeah. yeah so that reminded you of it and I wanted to be in a band that big and what day was it like on a Friday or something like that like it was on so. a weekend
2: and back then those concerts they were real, real cool about you know smoking weed and drinking mm-hmm. and, and uh, you could have seen the place man it was smoky yeah it smelled like weed and, and people were boozing. They weren't drinking beer, they were boozing hard liquor. Oh, yeah. Guy behind me got so drunk, he actually started throwing up. I heard him. I got up off my chair and he threw up right in my chair. Oh, shit. Like, holy crap. I'm 13 yeah. watching this guy vomiting in my chair. And the other guys in the band, are like, is that guy just miss you? Yeah. Like, I, I can hear him, like, when I got up, boom. I go, no way. (laughs) Yeah. We had to scoot everybody away from him. He crawled up in his chair, all drunk. We just left him. Oh, yeah? We moved like four seats down from him. Just let it, you know. Let him do his thing. Sober up. Went back to the concert. You know, Chicago was awesome, dude. It really lightened my my love in music.
1: Yeah. Made you kind of more passionate about it. More, sparked your interest a lot further into that, huh?
2: Well, it's, and honestly, I, I was ready to go into a recording studio in LA yeah. when I was 17 in that nightclub band. My mother stopped me from going because she still had rule over me because I was underage.
0: Oh, that's okay? right. That's right. Since I
2: was 17, it doesn't mean you can hang out with all these big boys. Yeah. She still kept the tight rein on me. said, no, you can't go to the, you're can't you not going to LA because the same thing is going to happen to all those other guys. You're going to be into drugs and, that, and I'll never see you again. And then you die at 40. Yeah. What? That was the end. Then you die at 40. That's <laughs> it. Yep so no we can't go so when i turned 18 actually before I even i even turned 18 i was still playing in the nightclubs and the drummer girlfriend was um she brought her sister to watch us play yeah which who is now my wife <laughs> oh, i yeah. met her at the nightclub when i was 17 we started dating and uh we just hit it off you know we just decided you want it's cool and she kind of drew me away from the music. I mean, her attention and, and her you know, attraction threw me, blew me away from music. I stopped playing. And I just wanted to be with her and go hang out with her and go to parties. And you know, it was yeah. great. Even though I, I did have other girlfriends before her, she was just a different, I don't know, the spark, right? yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it
2: caught your interest, right? And just to add one more thing, she's the only girl I ever introduced to my mother. Oh, yeah? No other girlfriend had ever met my mom. Oh, man. For some reason, I picked her, brought her home, introduced her to my mother. My mother said, hey, she's a nice girl. I, only one she's ever met.
0: OK. And
2: I've had a few girlfriends in, you know, in the past, but that's not what my you know, claim to fame is trying to be. I'm just pointing that, that I stayed with her for 48 years.
0: Yeah, because you guys <laughs> been together for a <laughs> yeah. while now, huh?
2: 48 years now. <laughs> Great. Damn. I'm not laughing.
1: I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. You're great. thinking about those great memories. 48 but years. I send you some pictures. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I seen those ones too. I have it on my phone. When, when somebody said,
2: ah, you weren't really that long ago, let me show you some, some good old pictures here of her and I.
1: Yeah. You guys look really young back then. Oh, I got it right here. See? Yeah.
2: Don't even look like me. Yeah.
0: Kind
1: of. K- kind of does, but it just, <laughs> look. you look, yeah, you look, uh, look super young. Both of you. We were like, man, like naive, didn't
2: know what we were doing. Uh, Ended up, you know, trying it out, man. We ended up, I ended up moving out of my house too. We got, we got our own place. Said, you know, I'm going to try it.
1: Yeah, because you send you. I mean, because you you started like you know the family life, everything like that in California. How was that at first? You know, because I mean, you're a father at a young age, right? Very young. Yeah, how old are you when you had your first your first step?
2: Seventeen. Kid? Seventeen,
1: man. And I mean, I'm pretty I sure. I like just
2: turned 17 when I met her. I was 16 when I was doing the band. So yeah, yeah. that's why I always go back to 17 because that's the only way I can remember how long we've been together. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, yeah. so yeah, you had to take on being, you know, a new father, a family man, and a husband. And, you know, I mean, that does take a lot of time away from, you know, doing the band, being out at night, you know, traveling. Right. And I know.
2: find a full time
1: job. And find a full time yeah. job. What did so. you start doing after the band? Like,
2: well, not to uh, sound, you know, sad, but I quit school in tenth grade. Mm-hmm. My mom and and uh, me just realized that she couldn't afford to get me to school because we didn't have any money for clothes. Yeah, first of all, the big thing was clothes. I was gonna buy, wear the clothes she's buying because they came from secondhand store. And, yeah, and they were of weird colors. And I go, man, I go, One day I wore that. Everybody was laughing at me. I'm a freshman in school. Yeah, I'm getting tired of this. So I ended up saying, you know, I'm not even gonna go to school anymore. I'm done. I'm just going to play music. Yeah. So the band, I was making money in the band. We were playing every weekend. Mm-hmm. I was making a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. That's a lot back then too. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'd give my mom half the money and I go, here's half the money, you know, to help support the house. But I'm not going to school. I'm playing music. Yeah. That's when I got that offer to go to LA. And she's like, no, you're not. You're not going nowhere. Yeah. You're going to stay home, you know, try to finish school. That ain't going to work. So I, I, I was more stubborn. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm I to quit school. i must to just go to work and just start my own life, you know? And then I never knew I was gonna get married that young.
1: Where'd you start working at first? Like your first, first job, like full-time? Like not, not music, but like...
2: There's a there's a funny thing because if you ever heard Cheech and Chong, yeah. they talked about this guy getting a job making candles. It's one of their little skits. He goes, hey man, what are you doing? Hey, I'm making candles, hey, making candles, yeah. That was my first job.
1: Making candles? Making
2: candles. And every time I talk about it, I remember Cheechin Chong saying, "Dude, I was making candles."
1: Is that the one with the with the elves upstairs or something like that? No, I think that's a it's different the one. The first
2: album, they, okay. they, they had that little skit. Yeah, about, yeah. about jobs. Yeah, I make, I was making candles, and I was working with the trumpet player in the band I was in. Oh, okay. But I wasn't in the band anymore. That was the first band. We were still friends. Yeah. yeah. He got me the job, and yeah. And then after that, I quit because I got in a fight with the boss. He, did. Yeah. he He kept giving me a hassle. So then I went to another job doing, uh, working in a packing house. Then I got another job, what was that? Uh, working in a plating company. Then I had another job driving a taxi cab. And then I had another job. How was
1: the taxi cab drive? Job?
2: Taxi cab was in five to five in the, in the morning, five at night to five in the morning. And it's not really busy that at night, Monday yeah. through Friday. So I was pretty much sleeping most of the time at night, yeah, in the, in the cab, you know, wherever they told me to park and wait for a call, yeah, I'd be like an hour or two, dude. Nobody's coming. Literally, anyway, they have to go to my cab and knock on the window, hey, you yeah. wake up, you're not answering the radio. What you're getting a call, well, you know, answer your radio, yeah, oh, this is boring, dude. I don't want to do this, anymore. so yeah, I, I took on about I can remember seven jobs. Yeah. In the first year, my wife and I were together, but I never stopped working. I yeah. went from one job to the next, one down to the next. I was determined to make it work Yeah, for, for my own, you know.
1: Benefit? Like and, for your family's benefit, basically, to yeah, help them it, out. Uh, uh,
2: well, because I was, my, my father left us when I was two years old, so I didn't have a father figure. Yeah. Never had one. Never took me fishing. Never, you know, showed me how to, you know, treat a woman. Nothing like that.
1: Ride a bike, all that other nothing. stuff. I didn't you know? have any yeah.
2: of that kind of a... You know experience growing up mm-hmm. so for me I felt you know this is my house my family and yeah. I'm a man you know and I'm gonna be me I'm not gonna be like my dad because my dad was really kind of deadbeat yeah he didn't really you know pay us child support you know we grew up on welfare all of us all my family were all we remember is welfare checks every two weeks yeah you know and state aid you know we get all that welfare food we grew up on you know powder milk you know we were down yeah. man, in the ghettos but a lot has changed since then because we learned how to, you know, value the dollar.
0: Yeah.
2: We knew that it doesn't come that easy. So we, you know, take care of what we got. So let's go forward about 40 years, right? We all were poor, grew up in the ghettos, on welfare, no dad, just my mom. Yeah. We all own brand new houses now, brand new cars. Three of my brothers are retired. Nice. Making good money, you know, on retirement. Yeah. So. That's a big turnaround from all of us growing up in the ghettos, completely with nothing, to looking like we we're rich.
1: Yeah, to being where you are now. We're really yeah. better
2: off because it's hard. If you don't have an education, you don't have any kind of backup in, in uh, education. They're gonna think twice about getting you in the workforce. Yeah, they're not gonna just take you on. So I got lucky where I was when I was growing up, to not have a diploma. You know, any kind of college. You know, uh, education to make it this far. Yeah. Where I have two brand new cars in my garage. I'm even in a brand new house. It's almost paid off. I'm getting ready to retire. with a Good nest egg. That's that's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, because you've been at the company of Cormark for what, twenty, almost 20 years? 20 years. I yeah, think. 20 years. Right. Right. So that's a long time. A long time for people who make commitments like a job somewhere, you know what I mean? Especially at your age too, moving. I mean, you outdo a lot of the young guys that are working there. You know, I, I, I
2: admire the young guys that want to. Yeah, that's me. I see that. But yeah. I don't like is the people that come in with good intentions, but they mess things up. Yeah. They, they really mess things up, not just for me, but for
0: the other a, workers. The other
2: workers you know? Yeah. I have a lot of compassion when it comes to being fair, being yeah. equal, being honest, have integrity, you know, just, you know. Gain trust from everybody that you can, you got backup right there. Yeah. Even if you do mess up, you'd be like, nah, not him, dude. He's right on, always. Yeah. But that's good because they give me the benefit of the doubt because I do mess up. I don't lie. I go, hey, dude, I've messed up. I've done this. I've screwed this up. But I know how to fix it and I know how to, you know, account Put it, it back, yeah. yeah. So don't just do something and then just, you know, avoid it.
1: You have that accountability. Get
2: Yeah. Get yeah. it back on track. Get it back to where it's supposed to be and be held accountable for, you know, your actions.
1: No, that's a good yeah. thing. And that's but, crazy, too, because I was going to say, like, you know, from now, you know, you're making good money. You've been in the company for a long time, you know, longer than I think anybody that's been there. Your first job, the one that you're making candles, how much were you, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, I, how much are you making an hour?
2: I, don't know, I think it was about a dollar, maybe less than that. Yeah? Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was about under a dollar, really.
1: Like 88 cents or something like that, an something, hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really low. Really yeah. Low. I I like hearing those stories about people, like, their first, first job back then when they made, like, for that first, what,
0: hour.
2: Well, not to say that I might be the only one surprised about how the cost of living was back then. Yeah. But if you ask a lot of people back then, and they're probably tired of hearing, oh, man, it used to be like this, it used to be cheap. People are probably tired of hearing how things were cheap back in the old days. Yeah. Because I can go back and tell you, you know, I remember working. And my my paychecks were like forty bucks. Yeah, 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 my and and you talk about four times a week a month. You're actually making about a hundred and sixty. Yeah, a month. My rent was ninety five dollars a month.
1: Man, that's super cheap. Ninety five hey, bucks a
2: month. Ninety five bucks a month was my rent, and it go up every year ten dollars. Oh yeah, because I lived in I would stay put like five years or seven years. So yeah, it was like. You ever heard of $95 a month?
1: Yeah, living on that, 95 bucks a month. Hold on one second. Uh, yeah. What's going off?
2: that little... Oh, it's my uh, alarm clock. Oh, yeah. Every hour it goes off. It oh, plays okay. a little song for us.
1: You had a guest appearance. So, no, so, no <laughs> yeah. we're cool.
2: You got here at 8, exactly an hour later, it's playing oh, yeah. a little tune. Nice. That's an anniversary gift from my sister.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool.
2: When we hit uh, 40, 45 years
1: Oh, yeah, to uh, being together?
2: Married? Yeah. yeah. I call it married together. Nice. She bought us that as an anniversary gift. Oh,
1: so. well, that's cool, a little yeah. gift.
2: Okay. I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, didn't, I could turn it off.
1: No, no, you're good, you're good. Okay. We'll be good. All right. Well, go I was going to say, because I was like, I wonder what that was. I thought it was someone's phone going off. I didn't know if you needed it. Like, it was your phone or something like that. But, no, you're good. I was going back to that whole, your rent was 95, 95 bucks a month, and then yeah, okay. what about, like, car payments and all that other stuff? Pretty low.
2: Groceries, $15 a week.
1: Yeah, you're talking about that you didn't spend a lot you know what my, a
2: week on groceries
1: my grandfather and grandma when they got together they, that's what they said like they went and spent like fifty dollars and filled up the whole um the whole refrigerator the whole pantry and they had a little freezer for me for fifty dollars filled up everything they didn't have to go to the grocery store again for like a month you know because they they and then back then but he was making good good money i guess back then being a masonry worker so you yeah. know you know, being out there, and in Arizona, too, it's hot, you know, and it's a lot of laborish work, but he did it for a while, you know. But back then, yeah, it's not that not that expensive. That Well, I mean, it's the cost of living, and I guess, and then how much you get paid. That's what I'm so saying. I, it I it can go out. on
2: and on about yeah. how it used to be and, you know, the good old days. Yeah. But you know what? I always tell everybody, you know what? Call it the good old days because what we're doing right now, we're going to be calling that the good old days,
0: too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs>
2: what? I'm telling you.
0: Yeah. Everything's I, changing. I've
2: given examples. I, I figured, like, people say at work, man, it's bad today, bad day, dude, I've seen worse. But those were the good old days back then. Yeah. And right now, they're experiencing tough times, and, you know, it's, rough. trust me, you're going to be calling these a good old days.
0: Yeah.
1: Because
2: it's always getting better. I've never really seen times and society
1: get worse. That's funny you say that, because we're in the secret department, and I remember um, telling me, I was like, even when it was hard, when we had all that out of out of section everything, when it was really bad, but we didn't have to count stamps at the end of the day, we could just go and leave. I just remember thinking as a little like, man, I still got to go count stamps. I remember when I first started, that was way easier, <laughs> you know. What I mean? But it was harder too yeah. back then. It was a real bad time. But I mean, we're still adjusting and everything's changing right now. Everybody's, but everybody's, you know, it's going through a hard time, you know, especially all those people out there right now, you know, who are working and there's low staff and you know everybody has skeleton crews and they're
0: trying
2: to. There's a way to accomplish
0: yeah. everything
2: that we ch- were trying to accomplish. Yeah. I have presented it to the management. We're getting back to Gormart. There's only one word that I told them that will make this company successful. They don't want to take my advice. They're finally starting to. Yeah. is to be consistent in everything you do. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Well, some days we're doing this, doing this, doing this, doing it. All of a sudden, little by little, it's starting to change. And we're not doing it no more like that. And then you wonder why it ain't working. I go, because it wasn't consistent.
1: Or putting away the wrong thing. You, should, not have, it away. Yeah, you should have stayed consistent. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm gonna show you my routine. Every morning, you do this, and you do this, and you do this, and you do it this way. By a certain time of the day, you should be here
0: mm-hmm.
2: every day. That's called consistent. You start your morning like this, you do your routine, and you start placing your time frame in it. If you're here every day at this time in your work day, that's consistent. If you're down here, oh, man, I didn't make it, you know, yeah. behind or, oh, I got a head over here now. But what are you gonna do with that extra time now? All you're doing is, you know, you're gonna lose it when you don't, if you don't take advantage of
0: it, Yeah. okay?
2: If you get down early, do extra, cause it's gonna pay off the next day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When you're not consistent, right? You can be, uh, you could be, uh, I could say, almost routine. Yeah. My day, every day at work, doesn't consist on how much I can do. It's where I'm at at the time of the day every day.
1: Oh, you're just saying. So you set like a goal of like where you should be at. Where I should at be at this time. And
2: even in your life, and even in your daily habits. Yeah. I get up every morning to go to work. But the first thing you do is you turn your alarm clock off. Yeah. Right? And you go in the bathroom. Yeah. That's 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 normal. That's consistent. Yeah. But one day you got up in the morning and you say, you know, what, I'm gonna go get some coffee instead. And then you go, oh, shit, I forgot about time. I got to still go get a bath. And now you're running late. Yeah. Because you didn't do your routine consistently. So I told the company that I work for, you got to be consistent. If you're going to be doing uh, a task a certain way, don't change it. Just keep it. Just keep it.
1: Keep it. And then. And hold people accountable, too, I think. They should hold me accountable. I come late a lot, so I don't. <laughs> it's my last week, so I've i would have
2: I have a lot of. Uh, Faith in the in, in the people that I work with. Yeah, yeah. What I don't have is a lot of results. Oh, I got you. I, I understand you guys in the cigarette department. When I was up there, it seemed so easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I got it done. I showed you the ropes, how to quickly get there, how to, you know, make sure it stays like this. Yeah. Manage it. Make sure that guys on the machines are constant. You know, and Moving. then when I come up, you guys are like, what's happening? Uh, well, the allocation's too big. And I go, well, because you know why now, right? Because yeah. you didn't throw a lot. You didn't get it out, get it out. Then it's gonna shrink down.
1: Yeah, I gotta tell the other guy too, the other guy we work with, like don't go off the allegation in the morning. Don't go on the allocation at first break. Just start throwing, 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 throwing. See what the suggested is. Get rid of a lot of those little stuff too, because it'll take away from us wasting time with the mini picks.
2: The problem you guys are going into now because mm-hmm. if you would have stayed, like I said, even though it's, you're tired and, and it's like, oh, man, it's, it's already 1.30, We'll do this tomorrow. Yeah. When I was up there, I never did that. No. Nah. I only did that to show you that if you needed to do that, it's there. That. It's there so you can hold your work
0: the next day. Yeah.
2: When I'm up there, it's done every night. Yeah. You're all staying until it's done. What? We're going to stay. Why? Because, watch, tomorrow's going to get better and better. And the more you stay on it, you're gonna be like, dude, this stuff is easy. It's easy now. How did you get it that way?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because
2: we're consistent now.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: LaRon's telling me, hey, we're gonna start keeping people in their own areas. What do you mean? He goes, from now on, this guy's gonna be here and always be here. I go, that's the consistency I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Why you keep putting somebody different every day in a different spot? Every day in a different spot. That's inconsistent.
1: It's changing it up You don't up even the-
2: know Who's messing shit up Yeah We are now Because from now on That guy's gonna be doing it Every day Every day Every day And I go yeah, You know what That's the way it used to be Yeah We never even had a, Have a schedule Where you're working at today They just said You know what From now on Until you leave You're working right here
1: a tobacco and cigarettes and, and Patriot You're not yeah. gonna
2: do nothing else
1: Yeah right? It's I- a cool company though I like the people there I, You know no. Getting to talk but to some
2: when they went To that point Yeah things got better yeah because it was consistent again that's my key word okay You gotta be consistent if you're going to be committed to it that's even greater yeah i'm committed to go to work every day
1: to you're even in work 20 minutes before everybody else goes to work i used to be (laughs) a half hour I go in there, I remember I came in early one time and I see you guys right there drinking coffee waiting for work to start. And I was like, man, I can't, I don't know how you come in this early. And I was a earlier too. I was like, oof.
2: But in 20 years that I've been there, I've only been late twice, really.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, because one time we stayed late, what was it, till like almost six? Yeah, and we couldn't, we, both of us couldn't, well, all of us couldn't wake up the next day because we were hauling ass, trying to move pallets and it was too <laughs> much and we had to take some down from the racks and key that, this in.
2: You'll never see that again. Yeah. Not, not as long as I, I got my hands on that area now because yeah, yeah. you know I go up there a lot, mm-hmm. and I check on you guys a lot. Yeah, you guys call me a lot.
1: Yeah, especially and I, for the machine too.
2: They had the problem. Were you there when it didn't work yesterday?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was helping spin it.
2: Yeah, that right, thing,
1: right. You know, because you, know. you had to go back and forth, and right. it didn't, it didn't make the pop sound.
2: Yeah, that's that for me. Is is I, I feel needed. And yeah, I, I like that. You know, you, hey, you guys still need me here. Yeah, but then I also hear like, hey, when when you're gone, man, it's not gonna be the same. Yeah, I go. I hope so. (laughs) I have faith in you guys, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: No, that's true. I hope so, too. I mean, because I'm going to be gone pretty soon. And then you have Miguel and Robert there. But, I mean, you'll still be there for the time being. So, hopefully, you know, Miguel grows with it and, you know, expands and stays that consistency.
2: Not not to uh, make anybody feel like they're not able to do it. Yeah. I have... When I used to have my other job for Harbor Freight, I worked for Harbor Freight Tools. Anybody remember that name? Nine and a half years as a supervisor. Yeah. I would have guys come in that didn't know nothing. They couldn't do nothing because that's the way they thought. I go, I'm going to change the way you think. Yeah. I'm going to show you how to do stuff. I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to develop you.
0: Yeah. What?
2: I'm going to develop you. I'm going to make you successful. All right. Starts as a temp. Guy's my assistant supervisor now.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: I brought him up. I built him. He followed what I showed him. He did exactly what I told him to do, how to do it. Yeah. Showing how to do truck scheduling, manage the people, Mm -hmm. send out schedules. He took care of the the floor when I was on vacation. Yeah. And he he actually had the ability to fire people when I'm gone. Yeah. Because I was the one in charge of these departments. Yeah. He had full authority. Came in as a temp. I go, you really want to make it in the company? I'm going to show you. I'm yeah, take you under my wing. And I've made him assistant supervisor. Nice. He's a big shot, like, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he's a little cholito. He was like a from Santa Paula, you know, gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had tattoos and everything. But you know what? He said, I'm gonna go back to work. You, you do that for me? Because goes, I'll I'll do it.
0: Yeah. Do you
1: still keep in contact with that person? Or no? No, he's he from Santa Paula. I
2: I see him his friends once in a while on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know a couple of other guys there that knew him.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh
2: People that I, like I said, I'm, I'm the kind of person that wants to build you. Yeah. You you know, develop you and make you successful. Yeah. And if you can't do it after I'm done with you, you know, you're on your own. Yeah. It's like raising a kid.
0: Yeah. You raise your
2: kids to be nice, be good. Once they're on their own they're creeps and they're, you know, totally the opposite. Yeah. But you know, you gave it your best shot. I mean, you do like I do at work.
1: No, nah, that's true. I see it. Everybody sees it, too. You know, everybody knows that. If you got a problem, you go to art and you help you fix it. You know? Anybody. Yeah. And it's in any department, too. It doesn't have to be like some you know, certain department. It's anything. Cooler. Yeah.
2: Driver check-in. I can do all those areas. But I'm there for just for resource. I'm not really there to do the job. Yeah. I'm going to show you how to do the job, and I expect you to do the job. If you're not going to be doing the job, then I'll retrain you again. Yeah. yeah. Third time's a charm. This is the third time I'm telling you how to do this. Uh, and you haven't got it yet, so maybe you should try somewhere else, not out of the company, but like one department do, yeah, another department you know we're not gonna just you know discard you, yeah, and if you can't cut it there then then there is something wrong with you see
0: yeah,
2: and we've had dealt with people like that i I can't do this, so okay, well, we're gonna bend a little bit for you, we're gonna try you over here It's a little easier, yeah,, uh, now you're screwing off, you know, you're just bull crapping over here with this guy because this guy's over here you start talking with this guy and you're not even getting the work done yeah okay well what do you want to do about it well we're going to have to let you go and so they, they let him go yeah but you you get a chance to move around first
0: before they let you go yeah
2: before they let you go you give it a chance to try other areas that's good Yeah, I've seen people kick ass like in tobacco yeah we had a guy working tobacco and one day he turned that whole area around and looked like brand new oh for reals clean I go man you did it awesome down here but he was a cooler guy
0: oh okay, he worked okay. in the cooler yeah
2: but he would come back and work in tobacco and to people help go on vacation yeah but, and you know he used to work in, on, in tobacco was uh mario jerez who's that little mario jerez. oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to yay. be the
2: tobacco guy every day every day just like everybody else all yeah. that stuff come in he'd have to put it away and all that he yeah. did that
1: dang but, That's a bitch.
2: but Mike Willemar, the guy before him, I don't know if I can say names, but are no, you good? He he would bust out that place like, like nothing. He would make it look sharp. Dude. He would straighten everything out. He was as he was doing his work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. all condensed, organized, plastic,
2: everything the plastic, everything gone. He yeah. wanted his area clean So he can work comfortably. Yeah. So that was I would give I gave him a good you know compliment for that.
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: But
2: see, you can't find those people every day, everywhere. Yeah. You got to develop them. You got to show them. You got to teach them. You got to Over mold time, them. you don't mold them. That growth. Now, the guy that taught me how to do my job, I learned it in about two weeks. Yeah. Then uh, the two guys that were training me, one guy got in a car accident, and the other guy got sick. So they left me in cigarettes by myself with two weeks training. Oh, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: did it. I was running the machines, receiving the truck, throwing the line. Yeah. They gave me two temps with hand snapping and helped me put away, just like right now. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. They were gone for two weeks. I pulled it off. They came up to me and gave me a $1.50 raise. Oh, man. They didn't have to worry about nothing. I go, man, you just got that area up, boom, boom, boom.
1: Like nothing, yeah. Took care of it.
2: Maybe it has something to do with my music ability.
1: <laughs> Probably to critical thinking, maybe. I, it might be a big thing on critical thinking. Because, I mean, you're thinking and you're processing like music and notes. And you're thinking about where this goes, where that goes with your, with your hands, just like you're thinking at work. When you're thinking, all right, I gotta receive, I gotta load the line, I gotta stamp this, I gotta put them there, I gotta, you know, mm. you're critically thinking of where's what's going where, what's gotta be placed where, what's gotta be put. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, it probably is, it probably is something. You, you know?
2: You got the, the gist of it? Yeah. There's a little bit extra more to that? Yeah. Like you said, you know, plan your day out. I can actually plan three days ahead
0: yeah, of set. stuff coming in. Yeah.
2: I know three days ahead of what's happening. That to me is a valuable information. If you didn't know what was coming in right at the last minute, yeah. Oh man, I'm off guard. I can't. Oh, shit, I didn't even know this was happening. Get prepared for the
1: changes your schedule up. Get, you know I mean? Get
2: prepared for what's coming in even farther ahead. Yeah. Okay. I do that in the, in downstairs when things are happening. They'll let me know. Hey, ice chests are coming in. Straws are coming in. You know, we got four trucks of cups. Okay, got it. And what's coming in tomorrow? Why? I go. I'm gonna be a day ahead of myself. I already yeah. know what's coming in today. I already know how to look up tomorrow. Okay, okay. Well, tomorrow we're gonna have this truck. This truck. This truck. So maybe I'll put these over here in the back. So tomorrow I can have these over here in the front. Yeah. And job easier. So everything's planning. Everything's like I said. Be consistent. You know, uh, if you're gonna be doing something the same way every day, stay like that. Yeah. It, it, trust me. It's it's almost like it it'll, it'll be it'll, it'll roll around naturally
1: now. It's like smooth as your day goes on. It doesn't feel, you know, because nothing's going to throw you off. You're not going to feel rushed or, you know, something. You already, you. It's automatic. Yeah.
2: You're doing it in your with your eyes closed almost. Yeah. Uh. Like every day we go to work, I pick up Miguel. Mm-hmm. Same time every day. We clock in every day saying, how the heck do you do that? My natural instinct, I guess. Yeah. We, we clock in. Ten before, you know, four, I go grab my lift and go and talk to Aaron and see what the floor looks like. Yeah. Come and stretch everybody. That's every morning. Yeah. I can do that with my eyes closed. I like. I already know what I'm going to be doing. I can yeah. just go around in circles. And you know we're always at the same spot every morning. I'm right there waiting for everybody to stretch.
1: Yeah.
2: And when I'm not there, how is it, how is it when I'm not
1: there? When you're not there, they whoever's closest to the door <laughs> is asked to do stretches. Because it happened I to me when you weren't there. I want to say... Oh, remember the Sunday you came but you left early? Because Aaron wanted you uh-huh. to come help out. Yep. So... I, with that, that Sunday, I had to do, I had to lead stretches. So I had to lead stretches because I was, I just came in like a minute before we we're going to start it. So right at like 844 and he's like, Hey, you want to lead stretches? And I was like, no, I don't want to do these stretches. Oh, I was like, no, nah, I'll do it. I'll lead stretches. All I was right. like, I don't want everybody to laugh at me, but yeah. we I did it. So I had to lead stretches. Um, Marco's had to lead stretches one day and then who else had, well, Marco's laid stretches all the time. Then Aaron led them one time. There, there, there's always someone different, like, yeah cuz you're not there so and then, and then it, you know it's it's funny cuz you know it's consistent cuz you always do it at 8:45 so that's when we know that all right lunch and everything's done that that grace period of lunch is over it's time to get ready to work so sometimes we'll, we'll, if you're not there it'll be 8:46 8:47 8:48 8:49 8:50 people are sitting there people well, are I'm looking not even, around yeah cuz we're I'm waiting never for stretches. Over there. <laughs> yeah well like on sunday but remember oh, you, okay. you, when you when you when you are out for two days, yeah, right. you know, and then when you oh, go on vacation. I, get, I see what you're
2: saying. they start later.
1: Yeah. So then, and then Aaron be like, all right, we're going to do stretches in. So he'll ask somebody or he'll do it. And then it'll be like already 8.51. So it's already like gives us a couple of six minutes to just, now, you know
2: what I mean? Now, just to get back, I practice what I preach. Yeah. Those stretches are always exactly the same way. Yeah. Every day. I start mm-hmm. with the same thing and go through the whole routine, yeah. right? Shake your leg. Have I ever changed? No, I haven't. Okay. I could do it like with my eyes closed, right? Mm-hmm. All that I just do it every day consistently. It's the same. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I always do it the same way. One time I did it backwards. We did oh, the did knuckles it? first. Yeah. Yeah. And we did knuckles first, and then we did the, the touch the, your toes. Yeah. No, the, the back. We, we did it in reverse.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. We do. It, we ended with the fingers, right? Yeah. And we did the fingers, and then we did the the touch, Yeah. You try, touch your toes, toes and your back and your the, hips. Like, and nobody even noticed. No. Like, what did you think? They didn't even say, like, hey, you did it backwards. Not a comment. They just did, did it. They went with the motions of it? They went with, because I'm the lead, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And they follow whatever I'm saying. If I would have started doing jumping jacks, they would have all started doing jumping jacks. Yeah. You know, if I would have started doing cartwheels, they would have done cartwheels. Yeah. Because they're watching me. But I like that. That's the same as playing on a stage and people watching
1: you perform. What about like when you're playing that melody and then people kind of move to the rhythm of your song? You know what I mean? Like they're dancing or they're, you know, you kind of see that you're leading them into that whole little, like, you know, music. You know what I'm
2: saying? We 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 played a song where people are
1: on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know how you're leading everybody and everybody's doing the motions? Mm -hmm. It's like when you're playing upstage and you get that rhythm and people are flowing with it. They're starting to move with your music. You know what I mean? Because you're leading them, but you're not speaking. It's just through music. It's that musical communication, I guess you could say.
2: It's a thrill. Yeah. That's a little thrill of being in front. Like when you said you were going to lead, you felt a little nervous. Like, oh, dude, I want to be, you know. I got a little nervous when you wanted to put me on this, you know, interview. Yeah. But I've been around stages and around audiences all my life. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid to be in front of hundreds of people and play without making a mistake or, you know, fumbling. You know? Yeah. It's, it comes normal. It's like but, natural. But for a lot of people, they get those butterflies and they start getting like a little nervous. You Panic know?
1: attacks and stuff like that.
2: A well, adrenaline starts running too, pumping yeah. up.
1: Yeah, because a lot of people, um, like I've given like speeches and classes and auditoriums with a lot of people, 50, 80 kids. But I remember one time I felt bad for this, this young lady at school. And it was only like, it was a, a, a four on four kind of like speech debate type of thing. So everybody had their own, like, topics and articles mm-hmm. and their information and then what they were going to, you know, talk about. And you, we had to kind of go go against these, like, four and four, like a debate.
2: Right, right. Wow.
1: But this girl just literally right before class, I don't know, if maybe she wasn't prepared or something, but she started crying and bawling and just was scared and just yeah, had a, a big old a panic attack. Oh, yeah, and I was like, that. what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, dang, I, you know I mean? I feel so bad, you know, because. That's, that's, that's where you. Separate People can and can't Yeah Because there's some people That are naturally born speakers And there's people that just Have a real hard time Of breaking into that whole You know Speaking in front of people You know what I mean
2: Well this This has been a lot of challenges for me Yeah Imagine you're in a wedding In a church There's a grand piano On the On the You know The church's uh, stage Yeah And the lady on the microphone Starts singing Right I'm the one playing the grand piano
1: Oh Okay Okay (laughs) In front of everybody, huh? In front of everybody. Yeah. At a
2: wedding, we were playing a jog by a song by the Jeds. Okay. At Love Will Make a Bridge. Yeah. You talk about being nervous.
1: And that way it was packed out too. Was that in California here? Right here,
2: right down the street at a church. Oh, yeah. They asked me if I wanted to back up the singer. Yeah. Because we used to play together at the church band. Mm-hmm. She goes, Here's the song I want you to learn. I learned it, played it, went up on the stage. I had a nice suit on and everything. She yeah. She has a nice dress on in front of the whole wedding right there, the bride and, bride and groom right there. Yeah. She started, started playing the song and she started singing it. She, she presented that song for yeah. the couple for after it. they did their vows.
1: Oh, nice. And he's jamming out. She he's all
2: dressed in tuxedos and everything. I mean, I got involved in something really great.
0: Mean.
1: Yeah, cause yes. I was gonna I was going to ask you that, too, because I mean, you work and everything. you you know, your father, grandfather, grandfather, 13 kid, grandkids oh, to, yeah. to, to put yeah. that out there. Yeah. You I know, people know,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: you know, a great person. But also, too, like, where do you find your, your time for music after, you know, work, you know, handling poem projects, you know, being a grandfather? Like, you know, where do you find that time? Because you mean here you have, you know, your own space. You said that, you know, you have your piano, your music stuff, all your equipment. Like what, what outlets do you use? You know, you, you know, I know you got involved with the church band. know you played in other bands
2: right it was it was
1: uh it's not a top priority but
2: when it's when it's absolutely i guess nothing really going on like during the day i'll pick i'll pick it up and jam on it but i only jam on it on
0: my headphones oh okay okay
2: i don't play out loud because when i play out loud i I won't stop
0: oh no no i I love feeling it i
2: love playing out in the public i love playing out out in the open i got some big big PA system in my garage yeah it's got 8 channels on it I can plug that in turn my keyboard on and sing out loud all day I'll never get tired of that but after a while in the headphones yeah
1: you're gonna take them off and start sharing uh, your ears and everything
2: yeah you you don't get a a good you know uh, feeling out of playing out loud like yeah it's
1: uh
2: Where were we at? With the outlets, (laughs) just the outlets. Like,
1: and then I know you're gonna retire pretty soon too. You're gonna try to focus on doing more music or anything like that.
2: Now you're kind of worms there, okay? When I retire, I will start recording again. Okay, I I will start putting out some music. In Mm -hmm. fact, uh, if you're, in fact, we will still be in connection. Yeah, we will. Um, I'd like to present you some of the new material that I've been working on.
0: Yeah, I'd love
1: to do that. I'd love to. How, well, how about any way I can? If you need anything, I've, like... I've got a whole bunch definitely. of new
2: songs that yeah. I'm getting ready to put together. I'm going to start, you know, mapping them out, mm-hmm. okay? And just start laying them out on track. Yeah. And I have good drum kits. I got drum machines. I got a good studio.
1: Yeah, because you got to basically have a whole studio at your own house, huh?
2: Yeah, I got a yeah. computer and all that with all the setup and everything, All the everything I need, all the effects. And I can, I can run 23 tracks. And yeah. I, I do my own harmonies and vocals. I do... Four-part four harmonies. And, but it's a lot of recording over and over. Yeah. And you start laying your tracks out and everything. And then you start doing your editing. And,
1: uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some music. So you'll be able to have more time to be able to record uh, and focus on writing and playing instruments or piano or organs. You know what I mean? Well, when I retire,
2: I'll be able to at least concentrate on two to three hours a day. Yeah. Right now, I don't even do two or three hours a month. Oh, no? That piano's been sitting there for like three weeks.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, we've been busy, man. You're working six days yeah, a week. Yeah,
2: every day. And yeah. then I come home and I do a lot of projects, you know, here at home. That We're, yeah. we're getting ready for retirement. So we're going to get our house settled in so when we relax, Yeah, there's no more to do. You know, you don't have to do no more yard work, no more fixing, no more painting. All that's going to be out of the way. Yeah. We're just relax. We're going to live that retirement life.
1: You know? you know what I think, though, also, too, <laughs> when you retire, you should start like a – I mean, because you already have a YouTube channel. And if everybody wants to go check it out, it's R88Keys, A-R-T-8-8 and Keys at the end of it. He's got a video on there. It's got 1.3 thousand views already. It's a really nice video. But also I think like you should kind of like vlog, like video blog, like your day of like recording and doing music. And you know what I mean? Because you're retired, but also like you're a very active person, you know. And you know, you're always doing stuff, traveling, going to Sedona, Colorado. You're like you're telling me, you and your wife.
2: Yeah, we do a lot of traveling once, twice, maybe three times a year.
1: Yeah, you can even yeah. do, like, on Instagram and do, like, put your videos on there as well. Like, on Reels, they have this thing called Reels. So, like, it's on oh, Instagram. Yeah, right. So, like, here, I'll show you. I got my phone oh, out. Yeah. So, you can do this where you can go on Instagram. And let's say, like, you know, you go right here, but they also have IGTV. So, you can upload your own, like, little, well, it's kind of, like, I need good service. My my T-Mobile's bad. You want my Wi-Fi password? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if it comes up. I can even show you after this. Okay. You know? That's fine. But, like, you can even do that where you can, like. Get like a little thing for your phone, have a little thing propped up. You can play, record yourself playing, mm. talk to the people, mm. even do it live. You can do a live stream. You, you know uh, what I mean? I have. Because I think, and the other thing is, too, I want to come back again and we can reconnect and talk about Hot Sauce and then this whole, this history of the band and everything. Because you guys got it well documented and you got all these pictures and this information, yeah. news clippings, stories.
2: Hot Sauce is a good band. Uh, we, we, we started with 13 players. That's a big band. There was 13 of us yeah. when we first started. And little by little, we started dropping off. They started dropping off. Our lead singer was the first one that, that fell off. So our guitar player and trombone player started singing lead. Oh, okay. So he can actually sing the song, play his guitar, and then drop the guitar and play his trombone. Oh, man. So he was holding down three instruments. Yeah. Right? Then uh, one of our piano players quit. We had two piano players. So I stuck it out and we started playing. We lost our horn players they they didn't you know they quit, yeah we had two horn players, the saxophone players stayed, right then we lost the bass player, so I took over bass on the keyboards, Nice. so it narrowed down to only four of us, okay, so that's where we call ourselves hot sauce because those are the four ingredients <laughs> for hot s- sauce,
1: really <laughs> I didn't Think know about, was I didn't know
2: that yeah, there's tomatoes, there's chilies, there's onions and cilantro.
0: oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's That's right.
2: Those are the four ingredients. I came up with the name, and I gave us a little history about. It. Like this is why we're calling it. So every now and then we get other players that try to sit in with us. We get a conga player, yeah, or, or we get another. Uh, um, we get another. Uh, what is it? guitar player we had? Oh, another drummer. Yeah. And, and I told my, my my band leader, it was Tony Torres. I go, hey man, quit throwing raisins into the hot sauce. I go, what? <laughs> don't throw no more ingredients, Just us. I don't want no backup guitar player. No. Because yeah. then it's going to mess us up When we go play live Yeah Because they don't play with us For rehearsal They only came to play with us live
0: Oh That's okay. not going to work Yeah
2: It's inconsistent
0: That's true
2: <laughs> Okay we won't do that no more So then when we went to the studio And started putting our tracks together Yeah Sounded really nice You know we, we You never heard of the Hot Sauce CD yet No I haven't that, That's the band But Head right here that's the cover right. I'm going
1: there. through the archives. Yeah,
2: that's the cover. I'm going to I'm going to look for that CD. I think it, I think it's right here, isn't it? These ones? No, those oh, are no. just blanks. These are my songbooks when I was in the Christian band. See all my notes here? Yeah. But that's a whole different story.
1: Yeah, we we'll definitely have to do this again. This uh so we could talk about this.
2: my 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 uh that one right there? This one? That one right there? I'm um, I'm seventeen, 17, 18 There, I'm on the white piano. See the white piano with right in the oh, middle? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. My wife took the picture. That's an old picture. Man. So see, I was still active in music. I was in and out of bands, but it wasn't a top priority anymore. My my family came first.
0: No, that's good.
2: And I I joined this band about like the thirty years we were together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in that band. It says a year right there. See, I don't know envelopes. On the, envelope? the picture, on the picture. Doesn't it have the year on it?
1: Oh, which one? The one back here? All the pictures. She put the year. Oh, yeah. on.
2: See the year all they were taken? Those are the days the year I was in the band.
1: Let me see. Party on the inside. I don't want to take them out. They're not right there on the front? No. Let me see that.
2: Could have sworn she had it down
1: there. Some of them have dates.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's. I've just done the flyers. Yeah, this is ninety-five. So we were talking about ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> in the nineties? Yeah, ninety-five. That was uh when we started recording and doing all our tracks on studio. Yeah. That thought happened in that era right there. And you were still in
1: California at the time, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it brought you out here to Arizona. <laughs> No, nah, that's a good thing, though, man, because I would have never probably met you, you know, and then oh, going to Cormark. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? But other than that, I mean, we have to come back and do this again. Because, I sure. mean, if, you, if you'd if like to. I'm a, I'm a good. Uh, Did you like this? Yeah, this, like this? yeah this thing?
2: I'm, I'm fine with this. this Heck, care.
1: you know, because I know this is your first podcast. I don't know how you would feel about it. I mean, I, I feel like next time we can come back and kind of dive in deep and do more about the the hot sauce and mm-hmm. talk about more of the music and then coming here. Oh, hold on. You're good that's rude
2: <laughs> she's okay sweetheart come here <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: gonna have a guest appearance but i guess not but no you know, she's fine no. she's fine yeah but yeah definitely i want to tell everybody right now if you guys can go up on youtube look up r88 keys a-r-t-a-a-k-e-y-s And hopefully soon you can do an Instagram and then we can try to show you how to do the lives, how to do the reels, go on the IGTV. Because, I mean, it's all accessible for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then when you retire, you can do your recording and show people like how you do it and show people like your music and, you know, kind of get everybody out there to a little bit of a little bit bit and piece of what you have working on your project. You know what I mean?
2: Those are those are uh, upcoming. Yeah,
1: I I am going to do some more music. I I
2: definitely is going to start some new stuff. Yeah, I can play any kind of uh, style. You know, reggae, you know, hip-hop. I can do bebop, oldies. Yeah. Everybody loves oldie but goodies. I do at least 10 or 15 songs, just, you know, oldies, like the old old stuff. Yeah. Like, Are You Angry, Sad Girl.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, sitting in the Park, you know, I Do Love You. Those well, let are- me
1: work on my singing so I can come and I'll be, I'll be singing with... Not- <laughs>
2: I I play those live.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know what I'm saying, but I'm gonna practice on my singing, I'm gonna try to get a vocal coach. Oh, right.
2: Yeah, I'll I record you.
1: Do a little band. I'll,
2: I'll put hey, you can we, my track.
1: <laughs> real quick, I was gonna say, if I get another person, could we just could you show us how to dress up like you did in your guys' times with the platforms and the and the whole outfit and everything like that?
2: I would have to uh man, I wish I had some of my like, old uh wardrobe.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I used to wear those four-inch platform shoes, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to dress, I have some pictures of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll find them of
1: us, me when I used to dress like that. But
2: yeah, I, I used to look like chef.
1: Hopefully, we can get but, when but, I get but, the video up, we can get the photos, and then I can edit it in and show okay. people what we're talking about. All right,
2: yeah, this is a, a love first timer. I mean, I I get better. You know? Yeah, I, I have a lot of of uh, confidence right yeah. here. Yeah, you know? I'm not stage fright or you know I just caught a little bit um uh unprepared
1: yeah I got you yeah because I mean it's kind of like what what to expect what not to expect kind of thing kind of you know unexpected podcast and everything but it worked out good I liked it I hope you enjoyed your time thank you very
2: much yeah this is great (laughs) my voice I I can be real uh like calm right yeah I, I, I try to speak clearly I try to Explain myself clearly. Yeah. And for some reason, some people just don't get it. <laughs> i like, did, did I say that differently? Or
0: did,
2: no. did that come out wrong? Yeah. Or did you understand what I meant when I said this?
1: No, that's what—that's how everybody is. It's everybody has a different way of like how they hear. Yeah. Or it goes in one yeah. ear and one out the other. They hear what they want to hear, selectively hearing, you know?
2: Well, I'm, I'm not a really difficult to understand. I don't have a, real, a whole big intellect. I don't use big words. I don't use you know yeah. fancy words. Just quick and short, you know.
1: Right to the point. Right
2: to the point, you know, and only once. You know. Yeah. I used to have a boss who used to show me. I had a boss who was an employee. Anytime he was going to show me something, he'd go, I'm only going to show you once. So you better learn it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that would freak me out. You're gonna, yeah. And it wasn't something easy. It would be like a running
1: machine. Like 30 different things to do to run yeah. one thing. I'm going to show like, you Multal. how to
2: operate this. I'm going to show you once, okay? Mm-hmm. You turn it on here. You adjust it there. You crank it here. Put the button there, wait for the guy over there to say ready, and then you, you fire it up. <laughs> like that? He goes, yeah, okay. You gonna show me again? Nope. <laughs> but I got it. Yeah. I got it. Fire it up. Ready, go. There we go.
1: And then started it up.
2: I used to work at a uh, Procter & Gamble toilet paper company. Yeah. And it was a paper mill. Oh, okay. So I ran those big machines that make the toilet paper into smaller rolls. Yeah. Right? I was learning how to do that one time. I got it. Oh. These machines are huge. This... I was like,
1: we needed some of that experience out here because we're running out of toilet paper left and right during this pandemic.
2: <laughs> well, practicing and Gamble with toilet paper and paper towels.
1: Oh, okay. And I worked there for seven and a half years. Oh. But...
2: Making uh, toilet paper.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in California here.
2: It's California. Making Charmin. Oh, nice. Iron toilet paper. Here, it's just warehouse work.
0: Right here at the, the uh, well At the core mark. Yeah. yeah. For like I, 19, I had years?
2: a couple of more jobs before I landed this one. Yeah. And then uh, once I got comfortable here and they appreciated what I was doing, yeah, I said, I'll stick it around. And yeah. If it gets any bad again, I'll quit and go somewhere else. Yeah. But they oh, made it right. They, they did. They took care of me. I mean, they, they gave me a healthy living, a healthy, you know.
1: I, I like life. the thing that you say all the time when we have new people because I've, I've heard it multiple times, and you even told me the same thing. You're like um, – you know, this, this is a good company, and you can get a lot from it. And you say, you know, I've, made, I've had a, a, a good living with this job, doing this job, and you can too. You the, know?
2: The, there's two ways of looking at it when I went in and there and says, hey, I didn't try to make a career out of this, mm-hmm. which everybody says, yeah, I'm going to make a career out of it. I figured out how to make a living off of it.
0: Yeah.
2: And there's a big difference when you say you make a career because remember, the higher you go, the harder, the harder you fall. Okay. Yeah, it's true. So this is the way I see it. I tell you what, I don't want to be the boss. I don't want to be in charge, but I want to make money. So I showed them what I know and how good I can do it and how consistent it is. Yeah. That they paid me good money now, okay? Because I got a lot of resources, I got a lot of knowledge in here. And if anybody messes anything up to the point of it ain't going to get fixed, yeah. Art will fix it because we know he can. We've seen him do it a lot of times. So now they're comfortable with me. And it's hard for me to get away. You know, it's hard for me to not do this because I, 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 we still need you here, you know, shadowing these and shadowing that.
0: Yeah.
1: You no, know, especially, it's yeah. true because yeah. even when maintenance is not there, we have to call you because right. we're on the second floor on the other side of the warehouse and you're on the other side, but we got to be like, you know, art, cigarettes, art to uh, cigarettes.
2: <laughs> I was, uh, I was a little bit like, I can say, Okay, do they really need me up there or, yeah. or are they just messing around? So I go up there and I see you guys all standing around the machine going, it's broke. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Give it my best shot. And I was successful. We got it running again. Yeah. And everybody was, we knew it. We knew it. Was, we call you. Either you fix it or you'll figure out how to fix it.
1: Yeah, because we'll try everything we know from the outside, but we don't know what's on the inside. And you know everything from the inside, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, all yeah, right.
2: But I know this, Yeah, I won't have to show you again, right? I'm yeah. only going to show you once.
1: Now, that's he, why I need to get Miguel to watch you when, he's do, when you're doing it, because he'll sit over there on the, on the uh, table, and I'll uh, be like, come on, man, you should watch yeah,
2: this. He, he's learning now. He goes, yeah. oh, okay. But it's, it's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. You know, if you can learn it on the first shot, and the guy that taught you says, hey, I'm good with him, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, That's when I know I did, I did good.
1: Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. my reward. We were getting and catching on. Doo-doo-doo. But when
2: somebody starts messing up after I showed him what to do and mm-hmm. somebody goes, hey, did you train him? I go, yeah, but not like that.
1: Yeah, he's doing his own or, thing now. No, he's
2: doing his own thing. He's yeah. not consistent. He's not doing it the way I showed him to do. He's not doing the routine and he's going to fail.
0: Yeah, going off I on go, the path. I'm not
2: just kidding. I mean it. I'm serious facts. If he doesn't continue to do it the way I showed him, he's going to fail. Yeah. Okay. I already gave him the tools. I already showed him the, the ropes. I told you I was going to make you successful. I was going to you know, show you. I was going to, you know, build you up. So there it is. Yeah. Now just stay with it. And then they start going off, like I said, the other way and the other way. Yeah. I give it a chance to give you a chance to figure it out. Well, I'm going to give you a chance to figure it
1: out. <laughs> tell them. Tell them and then keep on them and stay on them. But, right, I'm, happy. Know, I'm happy. I know, I, know, I know time's getting on it. We've been on it for about an hour mm-hmm, now. That's fine. Okay. But I was going to say, um, to wrap it up, to kind of like end on a good note, like you said, stay on them and consistency. And it's that big word that you said is something I need to do because I have not been that consistent with this podcast. But taking what you said, and I'm hopefully the listeners and the people that you know follow us on the page and even on you know right. through the streaming sites can remember that consistency. And that's the one thing consistent. I want to I want to do because as I reflected over these couple months, I knew I wasn't as consistent as I should yeah. be. But like you said, keep that consistency. And Develop a routine. Yeah, how you say it? My rutina? My rutina. Yeah, that's a song too. This is my
2: rutina. In fact, that's the title of one of the songs that I'm going to be writing. Yeah. It's about somebody that does something the same way every day. And the day he does it differently, boom.
1: It's all down down, downhill.
2: Just just, (laughs) just imagine what the the consequences are. Yeah. Every time you change something that you normally do all the time every day. Yeah. Then then you're struggling. To kind of fix it.
1: Yeah. I don't want to be monotonous. Yeah. But you know what? It works. No, it does. It does. When you have that routine, it kind of stays, you know, like, everything afloat. Like you said, you see
2: me and Miguel walk in, everyone at the same time. How do you Well,
1: you guys see me walk in but, all the time late. That's consistent. <laughs> You're consistently <laughs> late. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's just because I get close to the end, so I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want to go. You know what I mean? But, you know, it 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 is what it is. But hopefully, you know, if you want to say anything else, uh, Art, let anybody know on here. Yeah, they can find you. at. I mean, you just have the YouTube right now. And hopefully we can see something if you get an IG or, no, no, you know, anything cool. else.
2: I mean, I, I follow a lot of, uh you know, the news. I follow yeah. the, the music. I follow the on YouTube a lot. I, yeah. I look at my, my views, see if it's gone up. You know, yeah. it, it hasn't gone up in the last two years. It's been the same.
1: Right there. Okay.
2: But this might be a. A boost for me like you said uh um, well hopefully
1: i can help because i haven't been consistent you know and i need to be consistent so well, as, as we get I, on i,
2: I didn't, didn't want to damage
1: you <laughs> i didn't want to put you in a
2: spot yeah but if you notice there's a lot of people out there that are consistent, and yeah. you, you see them like, man, they're going in the right direction.
0: Yeah,
1: they are.
2: Because they're, they're doing it every every day the right way, and they're not worried about changes.
1: And even they're developing to be even better. Like, they're growing, it's they're gonna changing. Different. It's going to get better. Yeah. Get better. So, that's what I have to do. So,
2: just to give you a little constructive criticism, yeah. and you guys in cigarettes aren't consistent. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're not. But <laughs> well, I can help you again.
1: Yeah. I'm just... but I was talking about the podcast. <laughs> this just... is... I need to stay more consistent. You know what I mean? Because this is my baby right here. This is something that I'm building. And right now, I'm going to head over to uh, Phoenix Prince to get some shirts made. What size shirt you wear? Big Oh. What size shirt you wear? (laughs) On (laughs) air. Oh, we can do it off air. We can do it off air. Extra large. Uh, Extra large. Get the muscles. That's why. Yeah. My my hat size is, I don't know, even bigger. (laughs) (laughs) No, mine's a big one. I got to get the one size fits all because I I can't. Uh, I need the big old hats.
2: Hey, well, you know what? I'm I'm not a... I'm not afraid of, of anything, honestly. Yes. I tackle anything as a challenge. Yeah. I don't back down from a, a good challenge. And I don't be a quitter, man. Yeah. And if you're gonna be a quitter, you're gonna be quitting a lot of things. You're no, gonna, don't be consistent at quitting either. No, that's true. There's a, good, there's a right time to quit. Yeah. There is, I'm not saying don't quit, but there is a right time to quit. Yeah. And if you can figure that out, you know, and, and keep trying, keep going forward. I mean, look at what I got. Yeah, with a tenth grade education, and I'm on a podcast with a guy that says I'm interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be consistent. Yeah, that's true. I got other things I'd like to get off my, my chest, and you know, speak to to uh, encourage other people. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, no, definitely we could do this again. It's be a good outlet for you to be able to talk, and you know, if you want to talk about anything else too, and you build up something like a subject or a topic, let me know. We can link up and do something together. I'll come in with some notes. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> And we'll, and we'll we'll will make this more uh like a whole little yeah, no, I guess you're no, saying constructive we're like
2: go, we're gonna make it more uh uh popular.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds good to me. I need that. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right everybody will That's it for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Like I said, you can follow Art on his YouTube at r88keys. I'll say it again and again. Also, check us out on the Spark page. Shirts are coming soon, long sleeves as well. Hope to see you guys soon, and we're out. Thanks
2: again.